tremendous looking trophy. Hello, welcome to Platinum Slash Number One PlayStation Podcast in the Oceanias. My name is Dylan Blight, and joining me, as always, Ashley Hopper. Hey, Dylan, excited to be here on this podcast, an excellent entertainment medium and a great medium to explain divisive business decisions. I mean, we've recorded a podcast where we've been like, we're ending this podcast. That was a business decision, right? I guess. <laughs> Not a multi-million dollar decision, <laughs> you yeah. know, that, uh, and I don't think as many people cared about us closing, finishing, retiring. Pleasure yeah. expression. Yeah. Nearly caught you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, can you imagine? Hey, I'm Phil Spencer. Today's episode of the Xbox podcast is sponsored by... Squarespace. But... Yeah. Manscaped. Manscaped. So you can have those fresh balls. <laughs> and you're going to need them because we're bringing games to PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this is the quickest podcast I've ever listened to. Wasn't even on two times speed. Yeah. I mean, the, the funniest thing I've seen this morning is um, um, Zerg or whatever, like, tweeted, like, it's crazy how I've had three state of plays in a matter of two weeks or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty funny. Anyway, yeah. So uh, the Xbox podcast. Look forward to that later in the week and find out if you'll be able to play Indiana Jones. Uh, don't listen to that. Just listen to RK Couch, the Explosion Network's gaming podcast, where we talk yeah. about all the other gaming stuff. It's true. It's probably the best source you'll of, be able to for listen opinions. To yeah. Ash drive Kieran crazy for 60 minutes. <laughs> I think we were perfectly reasonable on the last episode when we were talking about it and definitely did not drive Kieran crazy. I feel like Kieran must just wake up and see shit like the, this news and just go, fuck. <laughs> Why did I side with the Xbox to start with? <laughs> God damn it. Podcast, come on, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> They know you. Why would you fuck me like this? <laughs> it's beyond me. It is. All right, let's get into some uh, news in a second. Oh, first, I want to talk about my uh, PlayStation Portal. So I've actually been playing it for the for a week. Obviously, last week I you didn't return it, it on the show. I haven't returned it. Um, it's pretty good. Highly overpriced. It's pretty good. That, that's my. That would be my review. I I, yeah. I think it's a. I think it's a good device. Um, really solid device that most people have absolutely no need to buy. Mm. And even if you were like, I could probably use that, it's still probably very overpriced. Right? Three hundred twenty-nine bucks for this thing, you know. I just don't think, like, when it works, and I've used it. So it's like, well, how have you been using it for the past week, Dylan? Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple times, I've even just been like playing. Uh, well, I can say now because I'm fucking finished the game. It banishes, right? Fucking long, way longer than I thought. Anyway, re- look for a review. I, of that I get I- that games that you th- thought were going to be shorter than they actually were. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, yeah. 2024. I'd, yeah, <laughs> fucking anyway. So look for my review, which didn't go up at embargo because it's still going. I don't like not not that I'm like it's about. I'm enjoying the game. I'll, I'll tell you that I'm enjoying playing banishes, but. I, for some reason, expected it to be like an eight to 10 hour game and it's turning into like a 20 odd hour game, 20, 30 odd hour game. Really? Based on the genre of game, you thought it was going to be shorter? 
I you know, just based know, it on right? Don't Know Joy. Yeah, I think I just based it on. How that. long was Life is Strange? Like eight hours. Like a couple of hours each chapter. Yes. You know? So they put out just some or whatever, right? Four hours, mm. people said. So, I did, you know, I wasn't coming. <laughs> anyway, so I've been, so like I'd be playing that on my the TV and I'd like, oh, like sort of getting tired, but like I sort of want to keep playing, but also just wish I could like be in bed. <laughs> mm. And you can literally just turn it on. It does like the Wii U thing, but without being a shitty Fisher Price piece of shit, right? So you can literally just sort of turn on the PlayStation portal and then just be like, screen of TV off. I'm taking this with me now. You know what I mean? So you just take it to bed. Um, so that was cool. So I've done that. I played it like sitting out, um, you know, chilling in the lounge, waiting for dinner to cook or, you know, it's just <coughs> 30 minutes, stuff like that. And you can quickly just put it down, whatever. Um, I've taken it to mm. work, hooked it up via uh, my phones, just set that up as a, uh, what do you call it? Hotspot. Um, that worked fine. Uh, took a little bit longer to connect to it, so, but still works fine. So, but I mean, the thing is, this it is there is there's no tech or there's no like there's no UI really. There's no. It's just a second screen device, like you know, the few options on the device when you can bring up the the minimal UI that there is. It's literally to disconnect from your PlayStation. Or like connect to another PlayStation. The, the thing barely has any settings. It's just connecting to your PlayStation. So, a if you're not gonna, if you're not mostly a PlayStation gamer, that's pointless. B if you don't, if you're like, I never really want to play games in bed because when I go to bed, I want to go to sleep. You know, good for you. All right, don't judge me. And but if that works for you, could be helpful. Uh, and you're like, well, I don't really would play stuff on my break, or I would never be somewhere where I could mobile hotspot off it. So if you're if you're someone who's like I only ever want to play video games in front of my TV, it's pointless, right? But I th- I think for a core amount of people, it's a really good idea. Um, and it, like that was never the problem, the idea part. Um, it's always just been the price. I think I think it's 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 a thing. It's also one of those things where I I just sort of have to go. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of really good tech in here because its latency and everything is quite good. And doesn't require the best internet ever. Like they they recommend like ten down, fifteen down, something around that, which isn't a lot. Uh, so there's some really good tech in here. And then the screen, which is only an LCD screen, nearly look. It looks like it's OLED. Like it's so bright and vivid, um, highly reflective because of how bright it is and everything. But it's a really really good looking screen just um that somehow is no OLED. so that again is really cool and obviously you've got the full dual sense capabilities within the controller it lights up you got all the triggers everything like it's got a lot of really cool tech but i'm just like i don't know like it's half the price of the console itself you know over the half the price of the console mm. so i don't know have you had any more thoughts i guess as you've seen more people in the wild like tweeting about it like have you said do you think it's like a bit more successful than you thought it would have been because i've seen a fair few people enjoying it at least because I, I initially were like there's no way this will be successful in australia yeah <clears throat> and i still don't think i'd call it ever successful in australia but now having used i'm like well the tech in here is actually like it works in australia so i feel like 
the most people that I've seen pick it up are PlayStation fanboys who will just buy anything PlayStation. So, you know, hey. like yourself, you know. So I don't know if that's the best judge of like sales overall. I guess we have to wait and see until like some actual hard numbers come out. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it. you're paying for the convenience of having a screen inside your dual sense, you know, that you can have anywhere, you know, so. Yeah. 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 Is it overpriced? Probably. Would it have sold better if it had been lower? Probably. Yeah. Okay. But it's one of those things where... Is it a better option than, uh, you know, Bluetoothing your phone, your controller to your phone and having some sort of mount for your dual sense so you can play it that way? I don't know. That's the thing. It's technically better. Do I think it's a better option? No simply because of the, the ease of that and like you've already got a phone you just buy like a backbone for $99 or whatever it won't be quite it won't be as good visually or because I'm the dual sense or whatever but if you just want to if you just want the, the ability to to play some stuff every now and then cheaper easier it is <laughs> yeah. but using your phone battery <laughs> you know true yeah big downside so, so. spend a couple hundred instead <laughs> <laughs> it's not I've officially PlayStation branded, you know. I've also seen a lot of confusion, at least based on my week working in retail where this mm-hmm. thing is sold. People think they can just buy this thing. And play. Oh, they think it's a PSP. Yeah. Or a Vita. Yeah. yeah. And I know obviously I'm I'm basing this entirely on one location. No, that that, uh, that totally makes sense. Yeah. And I've I've seen people going onto like eBay and stuff, and like, I need to resell this because I thought it was going to do the thing and it doesn't do the yep. thing. Yeah. So you've got a combination of things up there. I didn't realize I couldn't play my PlayStation at the same time as someone was using yeah. the portal. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of confusion by, I guess, the normal consumer around how and what you can do with this thing. Yeah. They did. I don't think it had been marketed clearly enough for dumb people <laughs> or people who didn't who aren't paying attention to you know what this people device who was people aren't listening to PlayStation podcasts and yeah. like keeping up with the news and whatever, you aren't informed yeah. yeah yeah just your regular Joe Schmoes they yeah definitely based on what I've seen a lot of confusion I can just play this download games on it right no that's not how it works I can just play my PlayStation while someone else plays it no that's not how it works well how can I what's the point of it like to some people, that's a very good question, my dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's for you to play whilst someone watches Netflix on the TV yeah, using a device not, other not, than your PlayStation. Yeah, I was like, not watching Netflix on the PlayStation. And also, just to also clarify, can you use this to watch Netflix on your PlayStation via the device? No, it doesn't let you. Any media, no, any media, no media things stuff. you can't. What about the Sony? I actually didn't try that one. Maybe I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll do that next time and see if that works. But yeah. so the the couple I clicked on, no, nah, it was like, nah, there you go. I don't know why, because I'm like, what's it really matter? Like, if you got to pay for it. I don't know. Yeah. How but could no. you, like, I don't know. Is this, there's some fear of, like, being able to copy, steal stuff there? But I'm like, it's just, a, I, I don't know. Whatever. All right, let's go through some news stories for the week. Uh, let's start with the state of play that happened. Did you watch it? No. Never did I. So let's talk about why we didn't watch it. <laughs> Do you, are you on the boat with me where you're just like, yeah, I'm good? 
yeah, I don't need to be sold on what this game is going to be, and I'm happy to be surprised. Also, just timing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I do. I did want to go watch it. I just didn't get around to doing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not going to watch it. Are you going to play a demo? No, that's the thing. I'm definitely not going to do. Who's got time to play demos? I mean, I've got I've for games demos, that we but... know we're going to play. You yeah, know? yeah. seems like a, a when it seems like it's not new. It's not exclusive content. It seems like, from what I've read, it's going to be stuff in the game, right? Yeah, yeah. And yet, the it doesn't carry over. No. No. So then, what's the point? No. If it had been like the Final Fantasy 16 demo, where it's like the first section of the game, and then you can mm. just pick up from there, maybe I'd play it because <laughs> you know, get a, get that little taste two weeks early. But uh, you know, it's so soon. And I'm already sold on buying it. Did I really need to play it? You know, no. unless we wanted to do an in-depth discussion here, which, you know, we're clearly not doing. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think it's also just a time thing. Like, imagine it was like, fuck all happening at the moment. Oh, yeah. If there was absolutely no games, if, if Banisher had been eight hours instead of, 20 then, eight yeah. hours, it's Steam Next Festival's and on. You know what I mean? Like if all these like things like if I had fuck all going on, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll play the demo. Mm. Give me give me something to do, give me something to talk about. You know? But at the moment, I, I yeah, this And that's the part I want to reiterate again, even I said on RK Couch. That's the part I'm like, if you were sold on this game, you could have just go, just go try some new. The game. I just don't understand. Like, if you were sold on this game and you've wasted a couple hours playing it, like more power to you. But like, I was just like, you're sold. You're gonna buy it anyway. Just go try some of these fucking Steam Nexus demos while they're up. I don't like. Go find something else to be excited about for after this. Mm. But anyway, yeah. So we're not really talking about that. So yeah, good. Anyway, apparently people like it. Looks good. Look forward to playing it. We look forward to yellow playing. paint. Yellow paint. That's right. Girls Dark Oak House did talk about that there. Yellow paint. <laughs> Hot topic, yellow paint. Um, I saw this morning um, old mate Vooks uh, post a screenshot muting the word yellow paint. So yeah, that's, where, that's where we're at with that discussion. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Helldive was released last week. Yeah. You played that? Have you? No, have you? No. no. I thought you need people to play it with. So it's... No, you can play it with randos. Just drop in. Drop in. Yeah, I'm playing it this week. Okay. I was gonna. I was waiting a few days because um, a, I was like, I got shit going on anyway, and then I was nearly gonna play it straight away. I was gonna play it the initial day, and then people were like, oh, the servers are dodgy. I'm like, oh, I don't want to. like. I got if I've got other shit to be playing, yeah. I don't want to like waste my time dealing with fucked up shit. Like I'm, um, I, I, I can, I can wait and just play it when hopefully they've. And from all accounts I've read, they're still like sort of at times like a bit Iffy, blocky. Yeah. But a lot better than that, like launch window. And, and I think the problem with the servers was they definitely didn't anticipate the success. How popular yeah. the game was going to be. Yeah. So, Push Square Eye, Tell Divers 2 is blowing through estimates around 1 million sales in less than a week. Across this opening weekend, it's clear that Hell Divers 2 has been a big success. There are some launch period fires to put out, and developer Arrowhead is working on it, having already released patches for across PS4. 
5 and PC. However, despite the early issues, the co-op shooter has made a splash, quickly becoming Sony's biggest Steam launch to date. If you're wondering how sales are going, we don't have a precise figure, but Arrowhead CEO has provided some insight uh, on social media. Johan Pilestiff, who also serves as creative director on Helldivers 2, responded to discussion about the game's performance and Steam charts, stating that the game so far has sold around a million copies over the last few days. When asked if Sony will make a statement in the game sales, uh, he said it's hard to say, but the game is blowing through estimates. Have you? How's uh, how do you feel about the reaction to the game and everything? Like seeing some people jump onto it. The surprising fact that if you launch a game on PlayStation and PC at the same time, it probably will sell well, especially if it's got crossplay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean it is promising for PlayStation, especially when they've kind of backed their entire future on live service games, and this kind of is like a live service game, I guess. Like elements, like online multiplayer, you know probably going to have ongoing support going forward i assume that there are microtransactions even though i hear they're like you know reasonably priced and that kind of thing and a battle pass so um it being highly successful probably means we'll be seeing those live service games coming to pc at the same time which is the smartest business decision they can make because you know for those sort of games you need play based um and yeah i mean the Increasing sales increases the number of people who are going, oh, I'm, maybe I should give the game a try. So, you know, it, it's a success all around, especially for a franchise that, uh, you know, you know, was kind of a niche title on, the first I want to say, was, yeah. the PS3 slash Vita. Yeah. It's that old, like nine years mm. uh, since it released. Uh, a completely revamped title. So, you know. Congrats, Arrowhead. You know, that nine years of work paid off. <laughs> so apparently they, they, there was a story this morning, they basically a couple of days shy of eight years of development. Mm. So they started about a, a year after the first game, and that's how yeah. long it's taken for them to make it. I looked up because I was interested, because like, I'm like, they're an industry day, right? But they're sort of like sitting on nearly what I would, in my at least my, my own mind of like rules for studios, I'd be like, man, sort of double A. Like the moment they they employ just over a hundred people apparently. Yeah, you know. So I'd how like many that. people do you need to employ before you triple? A couple hundred. Okay, maybe. Don't know. I, I feel like I feel like maybe it's just the wording of apparently it's just over a hundred. So I'm like, okay, because like, okay. if okay. it was under a hundred, my mind would definitely be like, not even indie. close. <laughs> not indie, but definitely double A. I feel like indie's like. 20 under you know yeah. maybe around that i oh, know what, what do you think what would you be the i think it's just the quality the type of game that actually gets released yeah the yeah. art the art quality and the art you know, quality looks indie or not indie. Yeah. yeah that's the, the clarification that's the clarification yeah. you know? so three people work on a game but it looks triple a it's triple a i think yeah the, yeah i feel like that's a very good way to to clarify things mm-hmm. anyway looking forward to playing that um <laughs> I love this podcast. We haven't played anything. But all these Xbox games, they're on the PlayStation. <laughs> no, 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 no. For us no, not no, to no. play. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we didn't play Final Fantasy, but also we're just keeping it real. We're just keeping it real, you know. We're like, we're excited. What a waste of time. That's not necessary. I'm not out here pretending to be like like man, we're, we're not chasing we're chasing, not chasing trends. Chasing trends, that's right. No, yeah, you're chasing trends. And Helldivers 2, I just said, I don't want to play the fucking game. It was apparently a buggy. It was apparently fucked in the first couple of days. Fuck me. 
You know? Yep. Have you brought it yet? No. Yeah, that's right. Do you want to play on PlayStation or PC? PlayStation? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to play on PC, I can help you out with it. I'll play. <laughs> it's like... if, you don't want to, if you don't want to spend money, it's up to you. Um, okay. <laughs> it's crossplay, right? Yeah. Surely. Have we clarified this? Yes, it's crossplay. Okay, I don't want to Google it. Right, so, anyway. Think about that. Kojima, your mother won't be able to tell the difference between Cisnet and a movie. I just want to read this quote. I love reading out fucking weird Kojima quotes. Fiznet, the new Metal Gear Solid style action espionage game for Tay Jim is being branded as a game and a movie all at the same time. At this point, it's unclear whether the auteur is making the two connected pieces of media or one product which merges the two mediums. But we know both Sony Interactive Entertainment and Columbia Pictures are involved. Um, in an interview, blah, 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 blah. Fuck, where'd I go? Um... Fucking, my thing's frozen. Uh, in an interview on Hideo Tube, which he just put the first episode up for like ages, uh, the veteran developer has divulged a few details around a product. It will be both a game and a movie at the same time. He confusedly declared, continuing quote, that's why we were at Sony Pictures. Of course it will be a game. However, if your mother walks in and sees you playing this game, she'll think you're watching a movie. I'm not sure how far we can take it yet. I don't feel like, now people, I've seen people, I just want to, I've seen people running with this going, man, I can't wait. That's crazy. But I'll say Metal Gear Solid 4, Final Fantasy games, anything with really long fucking cutscenes, I guarantee you could be playing that. And at the right moment, if someone walks in who's not into video games, you know, your controller down watching 15 minute cutscene in Metal Gear Solid 4 PS3 game, they probably thought it was a movie. I don't feel like this. I'm pretty sure all parents think that all video games are movies. That's why they keep saying, come to, come have a, come to dinner. While you're in the middle of a game that you can't pause. Yeah, yeah that's true. Can't save, you know. I've got to beat the boss, mum. What are you? <laughs> Just hit pause. Just hit pause. I can't. It's that skippable cutscene. You'll miss it. <laughs> you don't understand. Mm-hmm. You don't understand. Just rewind it then. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you actually had that said to you? Just rewind it? No. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I've never. But I can imagine. Accident. Some mother somewhere has said. Just rewind. Um, did you see that uh, the Hideo Kojima things coming out this month or next month? When was it? Um, oh, the movie. Oh, yeah, I forgot. The documentary that. is coming to Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Uh, I think it's like this month. I think yeah. I think it's the end of the month. In a month. Yeah. Watching that right. Yeah. Connecting. Well. Who knows what it's going to be? Well, I know people know what it's going to be because it's screened already at film festivals. Yeah. But people said it was pretty good, right? Yeah. So, yeah, cool. Um, all right, and then uh, finally for this week, a little bit of the end on some sad news or sad past news. Uh, Press start writes one of the greatest tragedies of the last few years is the fact that Dreams, an astonishingly powerful game art thing creation suite from Little Big Planet Creators Media Module, is forever destined to be stuck on the PlayStation Four. Although the game is naturally playable on PS5 via backwards compatibility, a native port to a newer console never happened, and a hugely requested PC version is also destined to never materialize after the studio moved from Dreams entirely onto a mysterious new project last year. According to insider slash data miner and fellow Aussie Lance McDonald, although we were actually closer to seeing both of those Dreams realize than we initially thought, despite dropping the news during the live stream, McDonald claims that an enhanced port of Dreams was not just in the works at Media Molecule, but was nearly complete before the studio was affected by layoffs. 
A source told McDonald that the game on PS5 and PS5, uh, PC would have featured ray tracing features and keyboard and mouse support, two things that would have been absolutely elevated the Dreams community's already incredible creations to the next level. I think this is this is disappointing if it was like that close. It was close, Cause yeah. Because um, I feel like if it got in PC, yeah, just I, even I think like it would having. I think if it had gotten on the PC, it would have had a massive boom. Yeah. Uh, well. And we would have seen a bunch of rubbish, but we also would have seen some really cool stuff. Yeah. Because I just feel like the PC community would embrace that game a lot more than the console players did. And as a medium for most of the I, stuff in well, the game? I think if it had have gotten that. to PC, it would have been uh, more used as a tool for like you know, classrooms and that kind of stuff, which would have been uh, really successful for the game, I would imagine. Because, you know, the investment in buying a copy of the game is much cheaper than having to buy a PlayStation and then yeah. then buy a copy of the game to play it, you know, for, you know, school and that kind of stuff or, like, university projects and that kind of thing. Mm. You could have had a wider, much wider fan base, you know. And really, the biggest problem with Dreams was always, you know, where was the monetization? So them not doing another round of selling the game on another platform, you know, that may have, you know, saved a bunch of jobs or, you know, you know, kept the game alive for a little bit longer. Not that it's dead or anything, but, you know. I mean, it's dead. Like, I'm sure there's people still making dream stuff. Oh, I'm sure there's people still making stuff, but, like, as far as the ga- the game is, in as it, far as development for now support for now. turns out blue point is working on a dreams room remastering dreams how do you how do you remaster dreams like what's <laughs> that even mean just put like just make everything 60 frames per second right that's 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 it that's what all they want the ray tracing and the 60 frames per second remastered done I feel like you say these things and don't even know what you still don't know what the <laughs> fuck like. Nobody does. That's the thing. Fucking you know, you just chuck these buzzwords on anything, you know? Yeah. So 60 frames per second, ray tracing, and then dual sense. Um, haptic feedback. Features, haptic feedback. Done. Remastered. Done. Remastered. Yeah. <laughs> If you want, you can put a director's commentary over the top of all the, the exclusive games, you know. And a bunch of people will spend 60 <laughs> Oh, and you need to add a lo- roguelike mode. There probably already is a roguelike <laughs> mode. Already there, then. <laughs> it's so funny, actually, because I remember, like, so you'll find, like, some people's games that they did in like the first couple of years of Dreams and then you click on the user profile and like a year later they've done like a, a remaster of their own game when they've like figured out how to make better assets and stuff like that. Yeah. That's funny. Alright. That'll do it for this week's episode of Platinum Explosion. Let us know any thoughts, comments, questions, concerns you've had about stuff we've just talked about. Head on over to our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. Our Twitter page can be found by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. If you want to support Explosion Network, and Platinum Explosion, you can do that by donating to our Kofi page, explosionnetwork.com slash support. We'll take you to that link. And until next week, remember, 
every trophy counts. 